Welcome to Real Talk with Rachel. I'm your host, Rachel Gilbert, and I am a therapist on a mission to bridge the gap between mental and emotional health and faith. Today, you're listening to Talk Therapy, a short segment of the show that releases at the beginning of the week to allow space for God to move in our hearts and speak into our lives. These episodes are meant to be educational, not a replacement for your therapist. This month, we aren't in a specific series. Instead, I felt the Lord directing me to share what He puts on my heart for the week. These are also known as a word in due season. Last week's phrase that He gave me was persistent prayer. Today's word or phrase that I hear Him saying is, I choose joy. Now, I want to give you a little bit of a backstory on how this came up. Fun fact, my middle name is Joy, so I love to explore this topic. And I want to tell you, though, how I wanted to bring this to you today on the podcast, and it is we have an awesome office manager. Her name is Jennifer. She's not only our office manager, but she's also a friend of mine. And if you've ever had the chance of meeting Jennifer, you know she exudes joy. If you think of the word joy, you would think of Jennifer. And uh, she actually, this is a phrase of hers that she just loves, I choose joy. And she's got a story behind why she has this and as her phrase that she really follows. Maybe one day I'll have to bring her on and interview her and let her share that with you. But I got her a plaque one time. I saw an Etsy that says, I choose joy. And just today, I, I had a patient tell us that when she had heard that phrase come from Jennifer that I choose joy, it shifted her whole perspective on her circumstances. And so I decided, like I said, I'm doing these word and do seasons moments here. I decided to go to Jennifer and say, hey, Jennifer, tell me in your words, what does this phrase mean to you? And here are some things that she shared with me. These are her, her exact words. She said, choosing joy to me is making the conscious decision every day to be joyful despite my circumstances. And again, Jennifer's not here to tell you her story, but if she was, you would know she's been through some things. So I love that she put on here, despite my circumstances. Then she shared the following verses with me about joy. And I just want to read these to you because I feel like they just sum up the heart of joy from God so beautifully. James 1, 2 through 4 says, Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you'll be perfect and complete, needing nothing. Romans 15, 13 says, I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. Nehemiah 8.10 says, The joy of the Lord is my strength. Psalm 126.5, Those who plant in tears will harvest with shouts of joy. This is one of the verses that Jennifer said that God gave her uh, in a really hard season she was walking through. And here's one more thing that Jennifer said, and then, and then I want to move on to some things I felt the Lord said to me as well. She said, joy is not just a feeling, but an action. I make a decision every day to be joyful no matter what. Joy is also a fruit of the Spirit, and it, it's proof that God's at work in my life. I love that she said this because isn't that so true, that 
it is a fruit of the spirit and it shows people around us whenever we're walking through something really hard, yet they see the joy of the Lord be our strength. They have questions. They want to know what we are, you know, either taking or what we're doing or what, what makes us different. This, my friends, is what separates us as believers in Jesus Christ. Not that our circumstances are perfect, right? But that even regardless of the circumstances, we have joy that's unexplainable. That draws people in, that especially draws unbelievers in to go, tell me more about this joy that you have. Now, you might be thinking, and I've heard people challenge this topic of having joy in all circumstances, because it can be viewed as fantasy thinking or maybe not being real about our circumstances, what we're really walking through. And I want to debunk that a little bit because we never, if you notice these scriptures and even the things that my friend shared with me and even the things I'm about to share with you, nowhere in here do we say, ignore your feelings, ignore your emotions, and, you know, just pretend everything's okay and have joy. No. In fact, I want to read to you. I did even more digging in a Bible resource that I have on this topic of joy. So I got to read to you what I found in this because you're, I'm about to debunk some things that you might have thought about this type of thinking. It says this, joy is closely related to gladness and happiness, although joy is more a state of being than an emotion. It's a result of choice. Okay, did you hear that? It said joy is more of a state of being than an emotion. All right. And so I found that extremely powerful. And it really just debunks what we may have heard about when we choose joy. I'm not necessarily choosing an emotion. I'm choosing a, be, a state of being. That's powerful. When I read that, I thought, oh my goodness, this is so powerful. Because you know, as a counselor, I would never tell you to don't feel your emotions or shove your emotions aside or don't give your emotions a voice. In fact, I'm constantly telling people, hey, give your emotions a voice. Let them come up and out and let's see what's at the root of them. I love this though, that it actually says it's, it's not so much an emotion. It's, it's a state of being and it's a choice. And, and then it goes on to say this that I wanted to share with you too. One of the fruits of the Spirit is joy, and it's part of the experience of being a Christian. So isn't that good news? If you're a Christian, if you're a believer in Jesus, one of the things that we get to participate in is having joy that is unexplained by our circumstances. So in the Old Testament, joy is closely related to victory over one's enemies. So for example, in 1 Samuel 18, 6, when David returned from killing the Philistine, he was met, he was met with other people with joy and dancing. It's also associated with religious acts and feasts, including sacrifices and Psalms 27, 6, and the Feast of Unleavened Bread. Joy also occurs frequently in songs of praise, most frequently in the book of Psalms. The prophets speak of joy, both it's being taken away on account of exile and of the joy that will return when the people are restored. Now in the New Testament, joy is still used for victory as shown by the disciples returning with joy since even the evil spirits listen to them. 
However, in the New Testament, the victory focused more on salvation, which is the presence of Christ. The bridegroom gives reason for joy. Y'all, I could go on and on and on, and I've already spent eight minutes of our very short talk therapy episodes just telling you about joy, but I hope that you take this away right now. Joy is a gift from God. We can't always explain it, but it is a gift. And just like any gift, we have to choose to pick it up, to open it, and to receive it and say, thank you, God, for this joy. Thank you, Lord, that even though I'm walking through this really horrible circumstance, I can choose to pick up this joy, this joy that only God can give, this state of being of joy that only he can deposit in our hearts. It's just like the gift of salvation. You got to pick it up. You got to reach out and take it. God offers us so many beautiful gifts, but it really is up to us to go, no, I choose to pick up joy. When the enemy offers us something different than joy, bitterness, resentment, defeat, whatever it might be, we have to go, oh no, I pick up joy in this situation. This doesn't mean our circumstances necessarily change and doesn't even necessarily mean our emotions about that circumstance change. You know what I'm even challenged in right now and I want you to kind of think about as well is how we can have joy, but I could still be upset over something, right? Isn't that a beautiful combination of, yeah, I still, I have joy and I have peace in these fruits of the spirit, but I also have some, some emotions that are with this and it's okay if both those things are together. In fact, I think God loves whenever we bring these emotions to him and we also come and say, and then choose a state of being that comes with the fruit of the spirit being in us and the Lord just expressing himself in us in ways that only he could. So I do want to ask you, what are you choosing to rejoice in today? I love that the Bible showed us how joy is an expression oftentimes of rejoicing. So what about the joy of our salvation? That alone is enough to bring joy today. No matter any of our circumstances, the joy of salvation is enough. Or how about, are we dwelling on the hard reality of circumstances? What is it? What is it that we're looking at? Because we do get a choice in this. So let's finish by giving space for God to move as you reflect on this question. God, what area of my life do I need to choose joy? Let's pray. Holy Spirit, we receive all the fruits of the Spirit that you have to offer us. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And today we focus on that joy. We thank you that this is a gift from you. That when we became believers in Jesus, that then you, Holy Spirit, you came and you reside in us. And you're our helper, you're our comforter, you're our friend. And you gave these amazing gifts to us. So we receive this joy today. We choose to pick up joy as one of those gifts that are just wrapped under the Christmas tree for us. We reach in out and we go, oh, I see joy on that box. I'm picking that one up. I just asked right now for every single person sitting under the sound of my voice, that you would restore to them their joy. 
Father, I sense some pain in hearts. And Lord, I hear you saying, lean in, daughter, lean in, son. I see that pain. Sit with him in that pain, friends. Your emotions are telling you what's happening under there. I know I just went from praying to to giving you a word, but I'm I just am feeling led by the Holy Spirit today to just speak to you for a second, and then we'll go back to praying. It is okay to have emotions happening around circumstances. Let's don't judge those emotions. Let's just let them come up and see what's there. Let's submit those emotions to the Lord. And we say, Lord, show us what's lying underneath those emotions. Reveal and heal, Father. And now, Father, I just ask again that you just restore the joy that has been taken. Lord, we choose today to pick up joy that only you can give. Joy that we can only find in you. No amount of success, money, measurements, friends, whatever, can bring us the kind of joy that you bring, Father. We yield to you, Jesus. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Woo, I felt the Holy Spirit up in this room while I was recording, so I pray that y'all listening felt that too. Something just shook up in the spiritual world here, and I just hope you open, I don't hope, I pray, you open your hands and you just receive it. It's a gift. All those gifts, too, that I just said to you that are gifts of the Holy Spirit, if joy wasn't one that you needed today, pick up another one. Pick up all of them if you want, but I don't know about you. Sometimes I'm like, I need that peace gift right now, or I need that self-control gift right now. Um, So let the Holy Spirit speak to you. Remind him. Go back and read those gifts of the Spirit if you need to refresh. You know, the only way I know those by heart is because of a song that I would sing in Bible school or whatever, you know, vacation Bible school. If you know it, you know it. I've got love, joy, peace, boom, 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 boom. Okay, I won't keep going from there. But if you know the song, maybe you need to know a song to remember them. But that song is so ingrained in my head, and I'm thankful for it now because I can't tell you the number of times I'm like, oh, wait, okay, what are the fruits of the Spirit? And when I can remind myself and I can look at the things that I need in that moment, it's so helpful. All right. Well, I have to leave you with a resource. Um, One of my favorite ways to rejoice is through coloring and journaling. So I created a free therapeutic coloring book, which is focusing on body image. You can download it at rachelgilbert.com forward slash biblical body image. And then if you want more information about my upcoming book, you can go to imagerestoredbook.com. You can now pre-order Image Restored and then make sure you're on my email list. That way you can be the first to know about pre-order bonuses. I've gotten lots of you have already told me you've already pre-ordered the book. In fact, the book was sitting at number five in bestsellers in under the counseling department uh, just this last week. So y'all are already ordering it and I'm so thankful for that and I'm excited for you to get that in your hands. Well, that concludes today's talk therapy episode and I'll see you back here next time on Real Talk with Rachel.